0: Zuckerberg responded the next day with an Instagram story showing a screenshot of the tweet captioned, send me location. A reference... Oh Oh my God. I
1: should have had it all (laughs) Rolling in the deep
0: Speaking of Britney, I do have a Britney update. She... (gasps) It was almost unconvincing. (laughs) Because it was so much better than Drake's actual music.
1: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh that that was a mic drop. Damn, that was that was a burn. Sisters
0: processing.
1: Hello everyone and welcome back to Sisters Processing, the podcast where we talk about tech. Life, tech life, whatever that is. Uh, I am Ariel, also known as Never Skip Game Day, and a wandering orc. And I'm Danny Dutch, also known as Danny Dutch TV. Today is another uh, surprise sort of episode for both of us. So we neither of us knows what's coming. Uh, so, Danny, would you like to kick us off with tech news and reviews?
0: Is Absolutely.
1: That what yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> so to start,
0: are you familiar? With the new app launch called
1: Threads. I am. That was actually one of the things I was going to talk about today, too, so we can consolidate. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Well,
0: Threads, for anyone who doesn't know, is Meta's version of Twitter, direct competitor, basically a carbon copy of Twitter. (laughs) So I hadn't really heard of this. I didn't hear any hype. And then one day I just woke up and I saw everyone's Instagram stories and I was getting notifications that this person has downloaded threads. And I was like, what is this? So I downloaded it too. Of course. Of course. Um, Of course, of course. Yeah, but it kind of just all your friends were jumping off the bridge. So you had to
1: jump off too. Life is
0: short. Life is short. You got to make it shorter and jump off the bridge. Don't listen to me. Gotta Um, go.
1: Don't, yeah, don't don't do that. Don't
0: do that. But But, but, uh, join threads. Follow me. No, I don't, I haven't even really used it yet, to be honest. But um, have you used it? Did you download it? What do you think?
1: All right. So I wasn't going to download it because I feel like I have like eight social medias now Mm -hmm. (laughs) across different platforms. But uh, I did wind up downloading it just today. And it only launched, what, like two days ago or a few days ago? Something like that, as of this recording. Uh, And my initial thoughts are because I use Mastodon, I use Twitter. It kind of feels like a mashup of both of them, but it feels a little bit more Mastodon to me than Twitter. And I don't hate that because Mastodon is currently my favorite social media platform. So I've never
0: heard of Mastodon.
1: Mastodon is part of the Fediverse. It was around before 2022, but I feel like it really took off in 2022 when Elon Musk bought Twitter. It's like a, I would say Mastodon is a mix between Reddit and Twitter. It feels more like old Twitter to me. It doesn't give you, 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 when you get on, you join a server essentially. So I'm on like a game dev server. The interesting thing about it is you can follow people that are not on your server and you can like things that are not on your server. You can follow hashtags, you can do a whole bunch of stuff, but what it doesn't do is like feed you like trending and stuff like that. So it doesn't quite work the same way as Twitter. I, I just enjoy it though, cause I get to see so much art on mm-hmm. it. Like people are taking it back. It has less of those like popularity traps that Twitter does, but it feels like a return to like old school. People just like post and stuff and hashtag and stuff, and it's just real simple. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. i rather enjoy it.
0: Do you think you're going to replace uh, Mastodon with Threads?
1: Well, the interesting thing is I shouldn't have to. Uh, Meta has actually said that they are going to integrate Threads with the Fediverse, and that means that it and Mastodon would be able to talk to each other freely. So, somebody could have a Mastodon account and follow Threads post and, like, like, threads posts, Hmm, uh, and they wouldn't ever have to leave Mastodon. Does Twitter do that currently? No. No, Twitter doesn't integrate with anything like that. Uh, Twitter is its own isolated sort of universe. That's the whole idea, I believe, of the Fediverse, is to integrate social media so that you don't have to pick just one. And if you don't like the platform that you're on, you can hop to another without losing followers. And without losing likes and all of your information, it's basically instead of being network locked, you bring your network with you across platforms. As far as I understand, that's like the idea of it. Hmm. Interesting. So, I would love to hear your thoughts on threads. <laughs> <laughs> well, my
0: initial reaction to it was so Instagram, Meta owns Instagram. Instagram, you post pictures and videos. Now threads, which Meta also owns. You post status updates, basically. I'm like, did we just recreate Facebook in two different platforms?
1: Is that what we did? Oh, that's what it feels interesting. like. Interesting. Yeah. I think maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I forgot about
1: Facebook, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which
0: I'm I'm very anti Facebook. Not just something about it just gives me the ick. Like, I don't like it. Uh, (laughs) I know. I
1: don't don't feel it anymore either. Like, I actually quit Facebook and deleted my Facebook years ago. And
0: same. I never regretted it. I didn't even miss it, not for a second. No. Um, No. But Instagram, I'd say Instagram even has gotten less fun over the years, especially as Meta continues to push more towards advertisers and. You know, people that are already big and making you pay for Verified and all this stuff. And that just seems to be the way all the social media platforms are going. So I'm kind of losing interest Mm -hmm. in all of them, except for TikTok anyway. But, I mean, I'm open to it. I think it's cool that people – I like competition, and I will admit that I like – no, I love – Watching Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fight—it's uh,
1: so funny. Oh my god! Oh, the drama! Yes. Oh my god! Have you? Uh, heard... I've only heard a little bit about it. Have you? Okay, heard... I'm not sure if it was. <laughs> Do it. Say it. sorry. I, I'm just not sure if it was real. I think. I think Elon Musk has challenged Mark Zuckerberg to like an MMA match or something like that. Is that true? Oh, it's real. It's real. Okay.
0: Um, I have well, a whole timeline I, I found actually.
1: I didn't oh realize god. it goes this
0: deep because I had just kind of heard rumors of this, and as I was researching, I'm like, no, they're they're serious about this. Uh, oh, no date. Oh my
1: god, pour that tea. Yeah, no oh, date so has ready. been set yet.
0: But the so let's see. This is all according to Forbes, by the way, so you know it's official. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're calling it the billionaire brawl. Good name. Oh, my God. Catchy
1: marketing.
0: Yes, that's excellent. <laughs> uh So the idea of a cage match was first posed by Musk over Twitter, where the Tesla CEO responded to a thread about Instagram's then-upcoming rival app, Threads, saying, mm-hmm. I'm up for a cage match if he is, LOL. Right? All right. So that's where it started. Yeah. Um, okay. And then Zuckerberg responded the next day with an Instagram story, showing a screenshot of the tweet. Captioned: "Send me location," a reference. Oh, to- <laughs> a reference from a former UFC lightweight champion, Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I do. I I actually think I've seen him fight before. Khabib. Oh, he he's scary. A Meta spokesperson then confirmed it with The Verge that Zuckerberg was being serious in his response to Musk, saying the Meta CEO's post spoke for itself. All right. So it was confirmed. Uh, And then as hype was building, the UFC president, Dana White, joined in, posting a video of himself sporting a Zuckerberg versus Musk shirt that was made available for purchase at the UFC's website.
1: (laughs) So everyone's getting in on it. Uh, Unexpected, but not unwelcome. Yeah. All right. Building (laughs) hype. Um, Uh I kind of
0: love it. It's like put your money where your mouth is because the more this builds up, like the more now we have to see it, you know. Dana White was quoted in a July 1st story from the New York Times saying he would help organize an exhibition match between the tech CEOs and that they both wanted to fight with both men agreeing there should be a charity component to the bout, which is nice. On July 3rd, photos of Musk training with UFC legend George St. Pierre Mixed martial arts coach John Danaher and Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt Lex Friedman surfaced online with an Instagram post from St. Pierre showing the four men in training gear. A must uh, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that?
1: Okay. I think he's got a lot of training to do because Mark Zuckerberg literally just took second place in jiu-jitsu championships in California. So he's gonna have to actually up his game. Like he cannot be joking about this. Zuckerberg will kick his ass. Like yeah. I'm not like a a Zuckerberg fanboy or something, but like that was real. Yeah. So I'm impressed that it you was, know that. Well, I actually I came across the article randomly one day, and it was on. I mean, if people could probably guess this by now, I was, I was rummaging through NPR I was, I was and <laughs> I saw, yes, I saw this article that was talking about, and I cannot remember the man's name, but he was the person who took first place in the tournament. And he remembered being surprised when he was facing off against Mark Zuckerberg. And wow. he was like, what? And they were like competing for the title and he won. But I mean, Zuckerberg came in second. That's not that's not a slouch right that is, there. So
0: <laughs> that is impressive. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Even, I had no idea he was uh, into fighting.
1: I believe it was jujitsu. Pretty sure.
0: Ah, uh, yes. So it says here, Zuckerberg, who's trained in the grappling combat discipline of jujitsu, also employed the training services of elite fighting talent in July, made evident by gym photos taken with UFC middleweight champion Israel Adesan- Adesanya and UFC featherweight champion. Alexander Volkanovsky on July 11th. So
1: that actually brings up a good question. Like, are they going to be in a different weight class? Because I imagine they would be.
0: Yeah. I wonder what they both weigh versus height. I feel like they're similar heights, but obviously Musk is a lot
1: thicker. Yeah. And the Zuck, he's like, I don't actually know how tall he is, but he looks thin. So yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Normally weight class does matter in fighting. So I do not know how that will affect the battle of the billionaires or whatever it was called. So, but I'm, I'm here for whatever this weird drama (laughs) juice is. I'm so here for it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll buy a t-shirt, but (laughs) yeah,
0: I might, I might. Oh yeah. Uh, Well, see the thing Uh is like, I'm not necessarily pulling for anyone in this fight. That's why it's just, it's just so fun to watch them go against each other. Um, But as of July 12th, no exhibition agreement has materialized yet, Mm. yet, but they're both training for something.
1: So that's exciting. Um, Or they're just like weirdly pumping themselves up. I don't know. (laughs) I'm glad they're, I hope they're having fun.
0: I feel like they are, (laughs) but it's funny to watch this, you know, it's been such a metaphorical battle online. And now it's turned into this physical, like, (laughs) meet me in the parking lot kind of a vibe. Oh, my God.
1: Meet me me outside. Say that to my face. Like, oh, okay. All right. Okay.
0: (laughs) Um, Who do you think would win in that fight? Uh,
1: I now know that Musk is training with a UFC champion. So that does, like, tilt the odds a bit. But I would say so. But they both are. Yeah, and Zuckerberg has a history and in, in fight. I mean, like he took second second place in that tournament, like, or championships or whatever. I can't remember yeah. if it was like a regional or a statewide. I feel like it was statewide, but yeah, that's that's no, that's not a small thing. No, like not he at all. obviously is gonna have the body discipline and things that have been like trained into him from mm-hmm. working hard at a martial arts. So Musk may have been just initially uh just off the cuff challenging him at first because he tends to like run his mouth right yeah and then like you know zuckerberg called him on it and i'm into that
0: yeah (laughs) that's cool
1: yeah um i'm gonna look up their
0: weights and their heights because this this is important this will influence my decision i googled it and elon musk is six foot two and 185 to 200 pounds mark zuckerberg Is 5'7 and one fifty five oh. pounds.
1: Oh, what? And, and, oh my
0: god! And men always lie about their height, so subtract two inches from each of these. So like six from foot each of them. Six yeah. foot versus yeah. five five. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I mean,
0: yeah. okay. I, I'm gonna put my money on Elon Musk, as long as he can
1: get in shape and keep training,
0: if he has enough time if to he train. Can,
1: if he takes it seriously, but there is something like. Like, Zuckerberg's training also with, like, a featherweight champion, right? So there is something to the speed of being small. So I think – I don't know. I really – I don't know where this could go. I don't think Musk will take it super seriously, although his pride is now on the line, so who knows.
0: (laughs) I feel like – here's the thing. Like, he finds something and he just, like, goes in on it. But I feel like Mm -hmm. Zuckerberg does the same thing. So it's interesting because I feel like they're both really similar in the mind. But Zuckerberg (sighs) has an advantage. He's got a head start. But Elon Musk Mm -hmm. has a height and weight advantage. So, yeah, I mean, it's battle of the
1: uh, wills? Battle of the billionaires. uh, Battle of the billionaires, I... Honestly, in my opinion, it's like it's a battle of two famous people that I don't particularly idolize and really look forward to either outcome. But weirdly enough, I'm almost pulling for Zuckerberg now because because he just like I want that sort of the hard work and perseverance to pay off. Yeah, I don't know. Now he's like, now I'm like, no, we got to prove that you can do it if you just work hard and, and not just by running your mouth I don't know but if Elon
0: Musk trains isn't that him working hard
1: and That's running true. his and mouth And he would almost be <laughs> the underdog I yeah, mean yeah so. he
0: kind of is an underdog I don't even know who to root for I'm, actually I do I really don't like Zuckerberg I like him more than Musk
1: I think I like them both about the same amount well yeah. I possibly dislike Musk a little more I think he's done terrible things to Twitter. <laughs> so, I think Zuckerberg's done terrible things to Facebook and Instagram and that's true. And he and he bought Insta, so he he basically drove it into the ground. The weird It sucks now. The weird sus <laughs> it is today. <laughs> it's so bad. So it's true. They both done terrible things to social media. Right. I think So they're like
0: <laughs> I think no matter what happens, everyone's a winner here. <laughs>
1: I actually do feel the same way. get a little humble. Yeah.
0: Everyone's having yeah. fun. We get to see a good fight, hopefully, and uh, yeah, everyone's yeah. a winner.
1: I'm not hating this. I oh, know no, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm, I w- I'm in for it.
0: I would love to see some other, some other social media. You want to see other matches? Yeah, like the guy from TikTok. Oh my god, <gasps> the guy from TikTok. I think he could. He could be
1: an underdog, like a, the CEO of Byte Dance.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. CEO of ByteDance. Oh. Um, okay, and then we could pair horse. him up against,
1: like, oh, is he? Okay. I think he could go. Right. He
0: could go. to would be a really fair fight against him and Mark Zuckerberg, I think.
1: Okay. Pair the two up. I don't know how tall the CEO of ByteDance is. <laughs> no, I got to What if he's, like, this. secretly 6'5"? I can't tell I from know. pictures. <laughs> I, I always thought Zuckerberg was... was so much taller. <laughs> I did, too. I thought he was, like, built,
0: like, slender, man. Um, no, you just like see him hiding
1: behind a tree in the woods. Yes, perhaps like an urban legend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there was some joke going around about how like they're going to get in the the ring and both just like reveal their AI selves like Terminator and just fight against each other because, you know, they got all this tech going on.
1: Yeah, I would love it if it was, like, really terrible tech, like, super useless. Like, oh, this one makes my eyes glow glow blue and, like, (laughs) everyone looks so cool, but it doesn't actually do anything for you.
0: it's like battle bots, but, like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, half of it is pomp and circumstance. Yeah. And, like, the little, like, metal mohawks and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Epic. Mm -hmm.
1: But, yeah, that is the Billionaire Brawl. I'm very into that. That was a great story. <laughs> well, speaking of AI, uh and bots, I guess. Uh the have you heard of Mar- Marvel's Secret Invasion intro?
0: I don't think so.
1: Okay, it's a new TV show that they have. Um this article is from Wired. It's from a few weeks ago. Uh and It caused a bit of a scandal, apparently, uh, because the entire thing was created with AI. If you watch... I actually watched the intro. That was how I even found out about this. And uh, it, it just does that sort of stable diffusion, go from scene to scene, morphing through it sort of thing that I've seen probably a million times in the last few years on Twitter and Reddit and everywhere. Fans apparently were a little upset that they felt it was kind of a cop-out to use just sort of AI for an intro and especially on a Marvel show. They just didn't like it very much, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah, fair. Uh, but when I watched it, I had zero feelings at all. I was like, my take on it was, as I'm watching it shift through these scenes and pull from scene to scene in an almost an unearthly way, but again, something that I'd seen many, many times over the last few years, my thought was, I'm actually glad this is being archived because now it's being archived on TV and this TV show will be the thing that people look back on and like text his or tech history and stuff and be like, Oh, this is early AI. Look at it. Look how bad it was. And then look at what we do now, you uh-huh. know, but look at this, you know, I think it'll, it's like good to have archived. Um, and I didn't think the intro was bad for what it's worth, but it, but it's not great. Yeah. It's just kind of there. I think those were the feelings I got, but I liked it. I liked it in the sense that it is a cool piece of history that will now become history probably very quickly. Just the intro. Does that make sense? It does. It's like a weird thing to say. I I think
0: it does. I think I'm following. Uh, Isn't Marvel? You said it's Marvel, right? Yeah. Isn't Marvel owned by Disney?
1: It is. Yes. Yes, it is.
0: So my question is why are they cutting corners and pinching pennies when they're Disney and they have so much money, they could just pay an artist. So
1: Disney's actually been doing this lately, they've been taking shows, um, and new movies off of Disney Plus to, as people are theorizing, to write them off as losses and so that they don't have to pay actors and things like that. Uh, brand new shows too, with I don't know movies that people are interested in seeing, yeah. Uh, it's. It's a strange thing. I know Discovery is also doing it with HBO shows and things like that. Uh, It's becoming a thing with streaming services now. So that was my thought as well. I'm like, oh, Disney's this mega conglomerate, right? It owns all kinds of music and Marvel and Jim Henson and as far as I'm aware, and just an incredible amount of franchises, not to mention its own stuff. And they are just being cheap. So that's interesting. Yeah, I don't. But,
0: so that's the part I don't like cuz it's it wouldn't bother me if this is like, you know, some indie team who needs to save their resources. But it's yeah. Disney. Like you can you can do better. My yeah,
1: opinion. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh but I think they did it because it also sort of fit they were trying to make it fit the theme of the show. Uh I think in their minds, at least according to their arguments, like, it worked. It worked for the show, and they did it on purpose, and it was a choice. I think it was just, like, too late, honestly. If it had come out two years ago, I think people would be very impressed. Mm-hmm. But it came out now, and everyone's seen this tech, and everyone's seen the technique. So I think people hated on it <clears throat> a lot harder than they would have, you know, a couple a even just a couple years back.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I think – um mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about this. When we first launched the podcast, I feel like AI and AI stories were absolutely everywhere. And I feel like it has slowed down a little
1: bit. I think there was quite a bit of... Yeah, I think so as well. I think one of the things about even just MidJourney and all the different artistic AI platforms and even ChatGPT, people have used them enough that they've discovered their limitations or their current limitations and also their patterns. So a lot of them, the art from a similar generator will just look like the same. I'm gonna put Stable Diffusion as an outlier here. A lot of people are training it in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So it can look vastly different depending on what data set you're using. But mid-journey, I do feel like you can tell when you look at something, you're like, oh, that's a mid-journey piece. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people are now, the it, the, the AI market is just becoming saturated. Yes. And so people are starting to look away.
0: I agree. That's what I was was going for. I will say when it first came out, I feel like I was a lot more worried about it. But now that I've gotten more familiar with AI, I'm like, I'm far less worried. And I do see it more as a tool rather than, I mean, it's just so far off replacing jobs right now because every time I, every time I use it, I'm like, this is a good starting point, but mm-hmm. this isn't a final product.
1: Absolutely. I 100% agree. And that's like across the board. That's even with like, I mean, we've talked about how great and cool like chat GPT is, but it's nowhere near yeah. like hiring a skilled writer
0: yes. or something. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so that's good. That's reassuring. But the world looks less dark. Mm-hmm. With the AI.
1: Yeah. We've got a little more time. <laughs> yeah, we do. Who knows so how much? So, but we have it. Um like a year, six months, three days, no, you know, something like that. <laughs> In three days,
0: no. <laughs> ten seconds, ten nine,
1: um, that's... five seconds later. <laughs> Podcast wasn't. I do have another story here, and it is something that I found through the Wall Street Journal. I know it was an NPR, but wow. I. Yeah, I know. Uh, and it was on YouTube, actually. And a journalist, Joanna Stern, replaced herself with her AI twin for a day, and this is according to the description, and put, uh, she put in the quotes her through a series of challenges, including creating a TikTok, making video calls, and testing her bank's biometric system. OK, so I cloned myself, kind of. Howdy. Why? Well, the latest AI tools that generate text and images already make it hard to tell the difference between what's real and what's fake. So if you actually watch this video, it's called, I challenged my AI clone to replace me for 24 hours by the Wall Street Journal. So it's a, it was a pretty interesting piece because she worked with two different voice cloning AI uh, software companies. And one of them didn't do a very good job, apparently, so they they found another one that did a really good clone of her voice. She was able to, spoilers, uh, she was able to fool the bank and get into her bank account through just voice verification, because apparently something I didn't realize is a lot of banks these days will allow you to access your accounts through voice verification, which mm-hmm. I didn't know was a thing. Like, my bank asks me for various pieces of information. I feel more comfortable with that. Yeah, so don't try <laughs> to hack her, Okay. Yeah, so don't, okay. Don't I mean, do it, please, okay? Don't, please don't. No. The more we <laughs> talk about this, the worse it gets. Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so apparently certain banks, yeah, they'll just like if if they can verify your voice, they'll let you in and let you access certain information. So it was able to fool that. She was not able to fool TikTok. So even though so they created a really good deep fake of her, and she had it like saying some stuff on TikTok. But TikTok picked up that she didn't really move her head that much and that her hands kind of stayed in a similar position. So TikTok being a TikTok
0: audience, people watching the TikTok.
1: No, TikTok being the actual algorithm, oh. it picked it up as a bot. So it didn't. It like picked it up. It like flagged it. Essentially, Whoa. it was like, no, that's that's AI. because who would know better than TikTok? They've scanned. TikTok billions is insane. Of faces. Man, they are just <laughs> so. so far beyond.
0: You know AI. We have at least a, a, a good decade before AI gets really good. But TikToks, that happened like last year. They're already there.
1: They're in the future. I'm convinced. TikTok has had access to a lot of people's data for a long time. And they have been able to kind of do whatever they wanted with it. So yeah. their algorithms are going to be pretty advanced. I'm not saying this in a positive or negative light. I think that's just how it is. It's just how it is. Yeah. So she could not fool TikTok. Um but uh, let me see. Phone calls. She did a phone call to a friend. And at the very first sentence, the friend was like, well, I believed you at first. And then it just didn't sound like you or it sounded a little robotic or something. It was just like the patterning of speech. Yeah. So that one didn't really work. Uh, and then video calls was the final. So she got on essentially like a Zoom call and was using her AI double to be her so mm-hmm. that she could just like chill out and like let it say whatever it was going to say. And people picked up on it, though. It, okay. it failed. It it did not work. It was a really interesting experiment. Uh, yeah. I really like what this journalist does. She did another one years ago that was trying to fool the facial recognition on the iPhone and went through an, a series of of things on doing that. Interesting. So I I do really like that. It's a fun video to watch if you want to. It's just like, it kind of made me feel a little bit better as well at mm-hmm. this point. Just that even... Even the TikTok algorithm picking things up made me feel better. Strange, but, though that may sound. But the bank was fooled. Is that right? The bank, the bank, her bank was fooled. That's yeah. unfortunate. It, just let her write in. But let that be a message to banks. Maybe don't bank haha, on that voice comparison thing because... Yeah. Uh, ai voices are getting better and better so
0: i have one more story here just a quick one and then a special surprise it's kind of a random thing but but before we get into that um i'm not sure if you've heard yet this is pretty recent news uh Pornhub is now blocking access to users in mississippi and virginia over age verification laws so Basically, these states passed laws to protect minors, which required a strict age verification. Um, strict meaning it's not just checking a box, it might go as far mm-hmm. as submitting an ID, like a government ID.
1: Oh, oh interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, like, strict, strict verification. Um, mm. So, instead of enforcing the workaround, Pornhub has decided to ban users from those states completely. This law also applies to other uh, distributors. I don't know what you'd call them. Not just Pornhub, but obviously that's probably the largest. So Mm -hmm. probably that's the one that they're focusing on in this article. Um, According to The Verge, traffic dropped by 80% for Pornhub after it began enforcing this age verification in Louisiana earlier this year. So... 80% of traffic dropped. Um, In May, it also was blocked in Utah. So now two more states added to the pile, Mississippi and Virginia. Texas, Montana, and Arkansas are also passing similar laws. So this is becoming a more commonplace ordeal. And obviously with... Issuing any kind of government ID or more stricter identification, there's privacy concerns, especially around keeping mm-hmm. keeping data and selling it. And obviously, it's a very sensitive uh, sensitive could, data. Could be
1: very hackable. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, my thoughts on it: yes, privacy concerns. That's a big deal. But also, I do think it's good that they're doing something about preventing minors from accessing this and also taking it very seriously. So,
1: yeah, I, I don't, don't have an issue with age verification. yeah, I don't either. but i but I could see like nobody wanting to put their ID onto a porn site.
0: <laughs> yeah, i I mean, sure. Um, I mean traffic dropping eighty percent speaks for itself. Yeah. But that being said, I think that's from the perspective of uh Pornhub as a company not wanting to lose profits and prioritizing that over the s- safety and mental stability of minors. So, I don't know. I'm kind of okay with these laws and it's kind of just something you got to deal with if well, I mean not deal with cuz
1: Pornhub's just outright blocking it from those states. There's an interesting thing with, with, I guess I'll call Pornhub a tech site. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's like a weird porn social media in a strange sort of way. But I, there is sort of a knee-jerk trend with uh, tech companies to the moment a law is passed for something, their knee-jerk is, well, we're not going to offer it anymore. I just saw this with Google as well. Um, Cause Canada just passed a law that said that if um, portions of like news articles are like taken and posted on like, let's say a search engine. So let's say Google, when it takes a blurb and it gives a summary that Google would then have to pay out to those news organizations. So Google said blanket statement, I'm not going to carry Canadian news anymore.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: So, okay. Uh, Facebook did the same thing in Australia when Australia passed a similar law. And so they were like, okay, well, we're just going to like block all news in Australia. And that was their knee-jerk reaction. I do believe in, in retrospect, or now rather, they are actually working with that law, and they did not ban Australian news from Facebook. So I think uh, generally just with these tech companies, their knee-jerk is to just... Possibly pun intended with Pornhub, but just to pull out as quickly as possible. Stop. <laughs> I we have had a good pun this episode. That was good. I know. So we had to have one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's... I'm not really surprised that was their reaction. Yeah. But I do think... I think there might be a better fix for this. I'm not sure what it is. Something that maybe works for everyone.
0: I do think that they are bluffing and they want people in those affected locations to protest against their government to get them to change the laws. But I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. So I think at some point they're going to have to deal with this issue. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Now time for my final segment. So as Mm. you know, you listen. We all have our things. You like yeah. you like NPR. I like TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I scroll. it's uh-huh, true. I scroll. I scroll. And what do I come across from time to time? I don't know what. Really good AI music covers. Oh my goodness! So oh
1: my, I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't know
0: what the software is, but there's some software out there that will take a song. It will replace the artist singing the song with a different artist of your choice so oh boy (laughs) i have some examples here we might get copyright struck for this who knows i think um
1: but we gotta try
0: i think it'll be worth it these covers cover everyone from traditional artists to more modern artists and even fictional artists
1: Hmm. i
0: say artists you'll you'll see what i mean um okay the first one i have for you is elvis singing baby got back
1: when I take that Santa cannot lie. you are the brothers I can't deny that when a girl walks in with nobody anywhere around and you give your, your face you get wrong oh, well, oh my god that's incredible <laughs> yeah um yeah so good how do you wow. feel about it? I didn't know I I didn't know I needed it but I did <laughs>
0: So that's Elvis. Do you feel like they Mm -hmm. captured the tone of his voice pretty well?
1: It sounded incredible to me. I'm not a giant Elvis fan. Like, Mm -hmm. I like it, and I've listened to it sometimes, uh, mostly in passing or if it's, like, on kind of thing. So I am probably not the person to ask, but it sounded really good to me. What do you think?
0: Oh, um, likewise. I'm not a super fan, but I I like him. It sounded like him to me. Yeah. Definitely passable. Sounded good to me. Yeah. past past all right another traditional uh you know
1: legend we got here Mm -hmm. freddie Mm
0: -hmm. mercury doing an ai cover of careless whisper
1: i'm Um, not familiar with whatever careless whisper is. i think you'll you'll recognize it when you hear it okay i love freddie mercury though so here we go Yeah. I do in know blood. this. <laughs> you know oh, it? Yeah, I do. Pretend. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: So you kn- what are your thoughts on that one? I I'm even less familiar with Freddie Mercury. But I thought okay. it sounded really authentic. I would think that's the original singer of that song, you know? I I can't even really remember the original yeah. of that song. Um Yeah. I thought it was convincing. Never dance again.
1: Yeah. What did you think? Sorry, go ahead. Uh I think that Freddie Mercury's high notes in that were not really believable. I think everything else though sounded really good to me.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: honestly, when I first put this together,
0: I le- mm-hmm. I left it a lot longer cuz I, I really like that song and I thought it sounded so nice. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. my opinion on it. But uh now we're getting into fictional characters. You ever watched South Park?
1: I have. Yeah. I feel like everyone who was a, was a middle schooler in the 90s watched South
0: Park. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. So you're familiar <laughs> with Eric Cartman? Eric Cartman voice? Uh, yes. So someone yes. someone put together a AI cover of Eric Cartman doing Adele's Rolling in the Deep. <laughs> Wait.
1: Before we get this going. Yeah. I want to hear, can you do an attempt at oh, no. at, AI Cartman, or at Cartman doing Rolling in the Deep? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, I, you do it. I would love to hear it. Are you sure? I don't, I don't have a Cartman impression. <laughs> Let me see. It might take me a moment. Let's see. I'm going to rev up into it. I should have had it all. <laughs> rolling in the Deep. That's the best I got. Wow, oh, it actually <laughs> sounded
0: so close to the actual cover. It probably probably peaked terribly.
1: No, no, too, no, 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 no. no. So Listen,
0: <laughs> when he hits that chorus, okay. you'll understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm, All right, I'm gonna hit play. Okay.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> it sounded I it just I don't like think I you. did too terribly. No, yeah. the way he
0: like kind of cracks and that when he's belting. Yeah. You did that. Yeah.
1: It yeah. Good. I should have had it. All, all, rolling in the deep. Oh wow. I gotta say though, he's got pipes. He has he says that vibrato, that Adele vibrato. He did great. <laughs> he does. he does.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that's Cartman. Um You've obviously seen Spongebob, right? Yes. Yeah. I remember watching a lot of it when I was a kid. Therefore, you watched a lot of it.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I mostly watched it when you were watching it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, For
0: whatever reason. (laughs) But I I
1: enjoyed it. I think it's brilliant. It is. It
0: is very clever. For whatever reason, people had a field day with all the Spongebob characters in these AI covers. Um, mm-hmm. just using all the different characters, it, there were so many SpongeBob ones, particularly. Um, this one is Plankton singing Beggin'. All right, so okay, again, you'll probably know it when you hear it. And go, um,
1: I'm begging, begging you to put your love in the hand. Okay, yeah, I do know that song. It took me a minute to, like, register it. Uh, I I think... I don't think that one was actually as good as the other ones, but it could just be because I'm, like, intimately familiar with Plankton's voice. Oh, are you? (laughs) I didn't realize. I mean, Plankton and I were so bros, you know? Uh, I just... (laughs) Uh I, I listen to Plankton's soothing voice when I go to sleep at night. It's uh-huh. the first thing I hear when I wake up. I make sure that like while I'm eating, while I'm chewing, while I'm rhythmically moving about my day, Plankton is serenading me.
0: Uh-huh.
1: No, that is not none of that is true. Um, but you know, <laughs> I I don't know. I didn't feel like that one quite hit for me the way that some of the other ones did. Yeah, what did you how did
0: fair you feel? Enough. About that? I, I thought it was pretty good, actually. I think Plankton, he's just got that passion in his voice, that emotion. He does really good with those those strong songs. They also did a cover of uh, "Take Me to Church" by Hozier, which was pretty good. I should have I probably should have Mm -hmm. played that one uh, because I know I know how you feel about Hozier,
1: but I am a bit of a Hozier fan. (laughs) (laughs) Likewise, likewise. (laughs) Uh,
0: yeah, I thought that was pretty good. And then I added this one especially for you. This is our last fictional (gasps) character. This is a Minecraft villager from the video game Minecraft, singing Gangnam Style.
1: was pretty good you know what really sold it at the very end was the huh like that. <laughs> that was a nice touch yeah
0: <laughs> yeah they, they did a good job well minecraft villager they they kind of speak a little bit of gibberish for anyone unfamiliar yeah. um i think uh, give me your best minecraft villager it's been a while since we played
1: it's okay we can have a conversation right now in minecraft are you ready here i'll i'll greet okay
0: i don't know what to do. i don't know no that was perfect
1: okay and there you have it a full conversation uh we do speak minecraft villager so Mm. if anybody ever needs any translations we're here for you Mm -hmm. um we know uh pretty much the full dialect there's a couple of like syllables that get dropped every once in a while but no we're we're here
0: yeah will be your awesome. personal duolingo
1: yeah duolingo <laughs> for minecraft villager i would love to see a duolingo for minecraft i'm surprised villager. they don't
0: have that that in the sims they
1: could just make a killing oh yeah i get some good simlish in there uh-huh s-fro-chay fro
0: Wagazagaza. or goodness sword board oh yes i remember that one um, um. Okay, so these are all the fictional characters. Let's move on to the modern-day musicians. And I promise I have a point I'll get to in the end of this. This is Kanye singing Summertime Sadness by Lana Del Rey.
1: Oh, okay, all right. I got my red dress on tonight
0: Dancing in the dark in the pale
1: can kanye sing that well though
0: you know you can never really hear him sing sing yeah but it does sound like him doesn't it it does it makes me want
1: to hear him
0: sing this kind of music
1: yeah i would absolutely love to hear you do that now <laughs> like that would be amazing yeah He could just release an entire cover of Lana Del Rey uh, (laughs) albums and I'd be like, okay. That'd be phenomenal. It really would. Okay. I didn't know I wanted to hear a Kanye version of that song. It's really good. That's another one I I had to cut.
0: I didn't even cut that one that short. It was so good. But I I like that song. And uh, Kanye's got a good tone of voice for it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the original, but having it like... Having it like a different perspective, like with Kanye West singing mm-hmm. it, like makes it almost like even more like romantic and almost an underlying like tragic. Yes, because the song kind of has that anyway. Yes, but tragic. That's a good yeah. Word for it. Yeah, it was it. It hurt so good. Yes, that's how that song. Yes, felt. it hurts so <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I oh, can only hope from
0: release. Release something like that. Would that would be cool. I'm Fingers sure. crossed. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last modern artist I have here is Drake. So this song specifically isn't even a cover. This song is made completely by AI using Drake's mm-hmm. voice.
1: Right? And was it intentional? Did Drake make it?
0: No, Drake did not.
1: Or okay. All right. So listen. Oh,
0: what do you think about that
1: okay i'm not super familiar with drake so this one gets kind of lost on me so if any of the commenters out there or people hanging out like listening like feel free to comment and let us know what you thought of the drake cover because i don't know <laughs> how do you feel about it i'll tell you how i feel i feel like um it was almost
0: unconvincing because it was mm-hmm. so much better than Drake's actual music.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was a mic drop. Damn, that was, that was burned. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I'm not a huge Drake fan. Don't really like him. He hasn't made it. An- mm-hmm. He's changed. That's all I'm saying. Uh, oh. <laughs> but I, this was a good, it was a good, solid beat. It sounded legitimately like something he would make. At just gotcha. um And even, you know, the things he was singing about. It was very convincing, I thought. And there's another cover. So here's a, a Drake. By the way, they're calling him the AI version of Drake. D R A I K E. Dre. I'm so Dre, glad. I, Dre. I don't even know how to say it. Dre. Dreike, it looks really cool Dray-ic. when you spell it out with AI in the middle. Um, yeah, so this is a cover. Also,
1: he kind of sounds Australian if you say it fast.
0: Jack, I'm dry. Dry. Drac. <laughs> dry. Dryke.
1: Yeah. Uh, so
0: <laughs> that was. We're gonna get I do like by the Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We will. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. All of
1: Australia. I apologize. Sorry, we I'll apologize. We love you. <laughs> yeah. So Dreike.
0: He draws, <laughs> he also covered Munch by Ice Spice. And this one, oh boy, it set off a fuse.
1: Somebody, I get what I want, like you thought I was feeling you now. I was feeling that munch. Either he ate it for lunch, but some of my body, I get what I want, like what I was saying. Now, let's keep it up being gonna be mad. I'll be on the scene. Ask if I can't fit in a gene. Who's my sister's not on the scene? Out of that, but I'm keeping it clean. Let's hold that bee. Son, let me go. What do you mean? And let's look at me like that. I mean. It's pretty fun to hear these remixed into different voices. Yeah, I will say it
0: is fun. But
1: why? Yeah, why did this set off any kind of why? Well,
0: I'm glad you asked because yeah, just like SpongeBob, Drake is also a very memeable character, and he's a very popular target for this AI music. He hadn't really commented on the AI stuff until, I guess rapping to Ice Spice's Munch was the last straw (laughs) he posted in his story that Universal Music asked streaming services to block AI companies from accessing their songs and he reposted Drake rapping Ice Spice's Munch and he said this the final straw AI (laughs) so this this was the final straw this is what set him off (sighs) I think that song in particular I've, some of the lyrics are kind of funny, but it's obviously not what Drake wants associated to his image.
1: I guess I have never heard the original song, so I, but I can guess kind of so yeah, <laughs> just from the title and things like that. Um, but yeah, uh, that's interesting to me. I know that Drake kind of had some controversy a while back that makes me think he's kind of like a creeper. So yeah, that's why I hate him so much, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. I'm not super not super mad about him being unhappy that his voice is put on songs he doesn't like. I don't know. But so, yes. at the same time, <laughs> yeah, see, I can see why he's memeable.
0: <laughs> this is where I had to confront my, my own bias because <laughs> mm-hmm. in every other AI story, mm-hmm. Yeah. where we've talked about, you know, artists getting their art styles ripped off and um yeah, you know, all of this these copyright concerns. I've always sided with the artists and the original creators. And in this one, I just think it's so funny watching Drake get ripped on and him hating it. It's it's hard for me
1: to be on his side. But yeah. <sighs> As it turns out, I'm really biased, too, so I'm, I I would love to help you in this journey of bias, but unfortunately, we're just weaving our bias together. Yeah,
0: yeah. see, I'm struggling. I'm having a very yeah. internal conflict right now,
1: but... Yeah, I will say I do still think that um, artists deserve control over their own voices, even if it's fake, uh, but <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, So I do still believe that, but this is a fun meme though. It is a fun meme. (laughs) I think there's that. It can be both.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And they managed to get it taken down, but it's not completely clear how, because it's not necessarily, you know, it's a unique, well, the AI generated songs, the ones it's not even a cover. It's an AI generated song. It's completely right. different lyrics. It's not like they're copy, you know, it's not copyright lyrics from Drake. It's just in his style and it's not his voice. It just sounds like his voice. So, yeah,
1: it's strange. Yeah, so they yeah. managed
0: to get it taken down and people are kind of asking why. And I think speculation was that, you know, there was some snippet of a like a song or production tag that was in the song, and that's enough to get mm-hmm. it taken down. That's a speculation, um, but obviously, this is becoming a larger and larger problem. And basically, if you're going to prevent this, you almost need new legislation to prevent it because copyright isn't necessarily enough in every case.
1: Yeah, that's true because technically they're creating, they are creating a unique voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting thing because like just putting it back like to some old school art, right? Like let's say you have a really, really good painter who can like copy Van Gogh, or is it Van Gogh? I don't, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> uh, copy, copy Renoir. We'll we'll say a different one. Yeah. Uh, like exactly. Yeah. And then they start selling paintings and saying uh, Renoir paints this but it's not really Renoir Yeah. and they kind of know it's not. And everyone kind of knows that it's not, but they are still kind of stealing another artist's style. So it does get complicated. It's, I, I also don't know what the fix for this is. Like this yeah. is another one that's like, oh, we have a lot of variables. There are a lot of them are like true and like potentially conflicting. There's my love of memes and I do love memes. I know. And then there's like my want to Sort of protect artists' unique identities because mm-hmm. that's important too. So, but not Drake's. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna say artists in general and just pretend that he's not part of okay. that file. <laughs> so oh, we'll yeah. let him slide.
0: But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. I was I was thinking about this too because the more we talk about AI, the more mm-hmm. the more different questions open up to me, and. There's an argument to be made that the software that is training this AI is built on the works of copyrighted art. But Yes,
1: that is true.
0: But Mm -hmm. if you compare that to a human brain and kind of like your example of an artist that's just really good at imitating, Mm -hmm. say they are good at imitating a certain style and they're also... You know, in a way, every time we listen to a song, we're kind of training our own brain to -hmm. take things from that song. If you're, you know, a music producer or whatever, you know, every time you read a book, you're picking up pieces of that and crafting sentences for it. Like in a way, we are kind of a simplified version of the software, if that makes sense. And I don't even Mm -hmm. this is just such a. A stoner thought honestly but it's it's just yeah. something that I was
1: thinking about what's the difference no, I, I think there is a diff- I think one of the things that people I think a lot of times I see the argument you know what is the difference and I think that is a very very nuanced argument there's a lot there and it can be difficult to point out the differences I think um, scale is one of them scope is one of them But also on top of that, if even if you look at the art world, like let's say you have that painter who paints in exactly Renoir's style and they release all of these paintings, they would probably, like if they existed at the same time as Renoir, they would be shunned in the artistic community. People would be like, you have no identity Mm -hmm. of your own. So it's so interesting because I think one of the things that people forget is like we actually have had this... It's not like a legal mandate, but we have within several artistic communities, we have it in music. Um, if something sounds too much like something, it's like, oh, that, that's a da- that danger zone. Or if it like looks too much like another artist's style, an artist is going to be like, you're ripping me off. Mm-hmm. And then all the people who are like, that original art are like, you're ripping them off. So it's like almost like a moral court so, kind yeah, of Yeah, so it's kind of like a
0: respect thing, like... Maybe you don't necessarily face legal repercussions, but Mm -hmm. you're going to lose respect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So with people having an issue with AI essentially ripping off artists, that's actually not anything new. And if you do think of it in the terms of like, oh, AI is just learning. How's it different than humans? It's like, yeah, humans would face those repercussions too. Like if they just copy somebody, like technically like fan art is illegal, (laughs) You know, at least it has been for a long time It's someone else's copywritten characters, like a lot of games and stuff started just letting it happen. But for a while, that was a real gray area. And I I don't know, it's this, it's definitely things like I can't just copy another game. I'll get hate for it. Mm -hmm. Some people will still play it. Some people will be fine with it. Some people will say, I'm glad this game exists because I liked the original game and I really wanted more of it. Yeah. You know? But, and that's fine. Both, all of these attitudes are are really fine, but they're also all very natural. So with people like, I think sort of like rebuffing all of these AI, like clones, that's also super natural. That's a thing that we've been doing in the art world for just ages. Yeah. So, so the, so I think the interesting thing about AI cloning and making music and, and having it be like original art, it's not true. It's not the true art. Because the true art game from the original artist, and I think that's long how art has been viewed. Like, everyone has to find their own original, like, truth or their original art in art in general. Now I think I'm kind of, like, going in circles here, or at least it sounds like it. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I get why everyone, don't like it. Everyone <laughs> needs to
0: find their voice. Just be yourself. Is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> kind
1: of. Like, <laughs> I think it's just it's really easy to take someone else's established truth or the way that they have exposed themselves and riff off it mm-hmm. and create off it. It's much harder to create something that comes from like you, mm-hmm. like fully from you. Yeah. So I think that's where that, that respect comes from, but nothing wrong with like riffing on stuff. I mean, yeah. weird Al is famous for a reason, you know, and he's great at it. And a lot of parody artists are, and I think parody is fantastic. Um, I think that's what it is. Okay. So I think parody and memeing is totally okay. Yes. I think if someone just tries to create art in somebody else's exact style, I think then I have a problem with it.
0: Right, like if you're trying to pass off as someone else. Um, yeah, or
1: just replace them. Right. Like like not even necessarily pass it off but be like I created this this work in the style of this artist and I'm using it for this big thing or this promotion or something. If it's like serious, if you're like stealing someone else's style for something that makes you money, not in a parody way, because mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like parodies and memes are okay. They're their own beast. So.
0: Yeah. Agreed. And I also think, you know, especially in the music industry, sampling, you know, taking bits and pieces from different songs, it's not only common, it's pretty much in every song. Um,
1: yeah. It happens a lot. Yeah. It's completely
0: yeah. normal, but yeah, you just kind of have to have your own take on it, I think. So, Yeah, you know, in this case. I will begrudgingly side with Drake and uh, hope for protection for artists and whatever.
1: Yeah. Rather than saying we side with Drake, let's say we just, we side with artists. We side with artists. (laughs) Yes. Um, And. But also with memes and parodies. Those are fun. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, Very much so.
0: In favor of memes. Uh, And. You know, this kind of technology, of course, of course, can have larger repercussions. So anything past here could also affect, like you were saying earlier, that reporter that was using deep fake no- technology to access her bank. And, you know, things like this are impersonating other people, impersonating politicians, for example. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, TikTok They're already on it. So speaking of Ice Spice and this particular song, they made a cover of uh, President Joe Biden and Barack Obama singing Ice Spice. So I'm going to play that. Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. Old spot, Sleepy Joe on the mic. They know the clock stops for Joe, Joe and Barack. Barack. We about to be cooking. You get the pan, I get yeah, the crock pot. What's the point of crying? there was never even love. Yeah, man. Did you ever want me? Was I ever good <laughs> enough? Cry. Yeah. Uh, the, the boys are telling tell lies. lies. <laughs> you're not looking at me. Boy. I want to see the innocent times,
0: while we spit in the rhymes. For anyone who misses the dimes, that's the 2010s. Nobody calls
1: the 2010s the dimes, Joe. I do. People will. I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> <human. laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, um, people will. I'm a transsector. Deal with it. Oh, my God. That's um, – I got to say, that one might have been my favorite. That one was really well done. Yeah. I never – I will not believe that Joe Biden could ever rap that well. No. But no, – No, no, no,
0: Yeah, I mean, this I one very was clear, much enjoyed that one. clear
1: parody. Um, yes. Pure and it was incredible and very Very fun. well done. Yeah. Very well done. Uh, no, I loved that one. Their voices were great. Yeah,
0: it actually is pretty spot on and you know
1: this a whole
0: rabbit mm-hmm. hole of what if people start doing this with just regular people and making them you know sing crazy songs and say crazy things but we're not going to worry about that right now cuz uh, we just got the memes yeah
1: yeah memes are fine memes of famous people they're fine yeah yeah <laughs> um that's that's good
0: <laughs> oh and i i remember i think on our first episode actually we talked about mm-hmm. deep fakes and you know Britney Spears conspiracies and
1: ah yes
0: potentially her team just being able to replicate her voice and create a song through data and not through her mm-hmm. and uh that does that does make you think speaking of Britney I do have a Britney update she <gasps> I know, there's not many because she's rarely seen. But apparently she was seen in Las Vegas where she ran up to tap a an NBA player on the shoulder or something. Mm-hmm. And the dude was like seven feet tall. And I should look up his name. Victor Wembenyama. I guess she went to say hi to him. And she got basically backhanded by his bodyguard. And... There's a video of it. It's just the back of her head, so I don't really.
1: So it might not be her. It still might not still. be her. I said, the,
0: "See, I, I saw this." I feel like we never
1: see true That's videos. That's thing.
0: Of her. I saw this story, and it was blowing up, by the way. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, at least we're gonna finally have evidence that she's she's out there. She's walking around. She's able to go out in public. Yeah. She's doing okay.
1: She's getting backhanded in public places. Yeah, she's
0: got the freedom to do that. Um, But yeah. I didn't see anything that made me think, oh yeah, that's definitely her. And maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe I'm wrong. Actually, we're still sharing a screen, so I'm gonna.
1: Yeah, I'm super curious about this. Can you see this?
0: Mm. And I wanna mention, the video is really pixelated and far away and everything. And the video is focused on like other people in the crowd.
1: Well that one is mostly confusing and once again they just show it from the back it could be anyone. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it could be anyone with, you know, blonde hair.
0: That's all we see.
1: And all we have to go on is TMZ's word and, and I
0: don't and know. In the blurriest far I trust that. farthest away not focused video in the world. I mean, yeah. she's not even looking at you. Why are you afraid to film her? It doesn't make any sense.
1: I i think i mean it could still be her but i don't hey, know. listen i don't i'm
0: not alleging anything but it could be someone in a
1: wig so it could be could be yeah it could be me could be me could be danny in a wig <laughs> i don't even it need a wig it just looks me. like my hair <laughs> it could be me in a wig yeah it could be or a sweater you don't know if i'm the basketball player or <laughs> You're, We're you're just like cosplaying tall. both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty tall. Yeah, We're just trying to keep <laughs> this that conspiracy going or something. Yeah. Scandal. Neither of them are real yeah. as it turns out. Yes. TMZ cannot be trusted. No, I have no idea. Um, I don't feel like that video is like really evidence of, of anything. And I certainly don't think it's evidence of her being okay. They're going to show her from the back and then show her getting hit in the face. Although I will say it didn't look like it hurt that much. It looked like she was okay, whoever it was. so I'm glad for that. Mm. But... I. Uh, yeah, that's... Right. And it almost did look accidental. Yeah, and so. I think
0: that's what the bodyguards said. But why were they filming to begin with, but not really keeping it focused on her? It's just weird yeah, to me. So weird. To the point where it's like, did
1: they stage this? I don't get it. And and why couldn't they frame it properly? Yes. It's like an upright cell phone video, but it looks like it was not taken from and they're like new video from TMZ. Who took that? Was it just a fan? Is that why they were hiding it? Because it was like a fan taking it and then they submitted the video and TMZ wasn't even there. Who can we but
0: trust? even if it's a fan, which is probably what happened, is uh someone, you know, if it's real or if it's authentic, I should say, someone just saw her and filmed it and sold it to TMZ. But like I said, she's not even looking at person filming she doesn't know it's not like you have to hide it
1: yeah I think we would need to see one from a different angle
0: and we don't have that why not why isn't everyone filming it's just so weird it's so weird it's so weird (laughs) anyway uh
1: especially especially with the controversy you think anyone would be like hankering to catch an actual legit real video Mm -hmm. of Britney Spears right now yeah so I mean that's not great for her nobody wants everyone to be like have their cameras targeted on them all the time that's super unfortunate for her but it's also something that would probably happen Mm -hmm. so but
0: you know listeners look it up for yourself and uh you tell you let us us know what you think
1: yeah what's what's your thoughts on that video because that's just a little bit uh fishy i just i'm not ready to just buy it Mm -hmm. you know i'm just not I don't know about the whole conspiracy either, but I do think it's weird. Like, I think that a lot of, like, there are questions regardless of whether or not that whole conspiracy is, like, truly legitimate. I think there are some very legitimate questions within it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, also, I do have an update for you. Oh. Just a, just a little, just a little update. Ooh, let's hear it. Uh, so, you know how we talk about all the time our family leeching process. You know how we...
0: Right, we... Put leeches Looks on our so body good. to suck yeah. out the illness.
1: Yeah. Did you know that leeches are actually still used in modern medicine? <laughs> and they're modern. They're used or because... holistic. No, modern, like actual doctors and stuff for plastic surgery patients and things like that. Um, they will use it for leeches. they're whatever they secrete can help clot blood, and it can help save like damaged tissue and things like that. Uh, and also, something that I learned when I was looking this up <laughs> is uh, there is a renewed use as of, I want to say, was it 2004? Or was it 2014? I get my numbers confused, but I think it was 2004. It's only a of difference of 10 for... years.
0: It's no, oh, 10 years it's no big deal.
1: I know. Yeah, not a big deal. But in the grand scheme of like hundreds of years of this medicine being used, mm-hmm. I mean, 10 years ain't that much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so apparently maggots are now being used to clean wounds again. And in the to UK, clean what? it's like a legit way to do it. Wounds. To like eat out infections. Nope. And, nope. And Yep. And it, and it heals them. There's like no. the, these flies are raised in a sterilized lab. <gasps> And then their maggot babies are put into uh, like a little bag that is then like tied around the wound and nothing, none of it gets out or anything. It's just like, and it's taken care of. And then, and then the poor little maggot babies are disposed of because they are then a biohazard. Oh my God. But yeah. It's, it's a little horrific, but at the same time, it apparently it heals, uh, with less scarring and it generally like heals and cleans wounds actually better Yo, than a lot of other types of That's so nasty. So, no, thank you. Let me die. I, I did have a reaction to share with you of someone who tried it if you, if you wish to hear it. As long as I don't have to see it, yes. You don't have to see it, but I'm not sure you want me to describe it either. wait. So I'm going to wait. paraphrase.
0: So you know someone who got this done in real life?
1: No, I do not. But I was reading an article on it, and they did an interview, and they were interviewing someone who did and have it And this done is America? A, a foot injury. Is this
0: taking place in America? No, this is in the UK. Okay. This
1: is in the UK. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. And I don't have the article in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase. Okay. So essentially, the person who got the procedure done said that you don't really feel anything. You don't really notice they're there. And then a few days goes by, and you kind of feel like a little wiggling, and it's weird at first. <gasps> And then it's just like over and you're done. And oh, then, and then no, 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 they, no, 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 And they said they felt bad because they knew that the the fly babies would have to die. <laughs> that was what they felt the worst about. Oh, my. So but they also said that it was a – that the procedure worked really well.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize they stay in your body. I thought it was, you know, in and out, 10-minute process kind of a thing.
1: No, no, it's like, I think days, it's like days worth of procedure. Absolutely not. But with all of the issues with antibiotics and things coming to the fore, this is touted as a, like a better way of doing it without building up, uh, like viral or or bacterial resistances to antibiotics (sighs) and stuff like that. So there's that. It's just an option, you know, (laughs) if you ever want it, it's there. So. Good to know. And it's sterile. Good to know. Yeah. Possibly inhumane, but but sterile. Yeah. yeah. Oof.
0: Well, on that note.
1: <laughs> I can't remember where I found it though, but it was it was somewhere legitimate. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> but, but no. Nah, but I might be TMZ in this instance. Can you take my word for it? Mm, fact checker. Try it. Let us know. It's in the Atlantic. And it's the title of the article is a truly revolting treatment is having a (laughs) Renaissance. And that's true. And it's called maggot therapy. So so there you have it. (laughs) I just wanted to end on that because, uh, you know, we were joking about leeches and as it turns out like, wow, there's a lot of really interesting sort of old medicine that is coming back to the fore and is surprisingly useful. Mm. So.
0: I mean, it's, it's, it. it is both cool and disgusting.
1: Yeah. Thank you for sharing. So what a, what a, <laughs> you're welcome. So I I'm pretty sure you wouldn't try it. Absolutely not. Right? Nope. Yeah, I'm up in the air. I think it would depend, you know? Really? Not gonna say I'm not gonna say no. Like what if I'm like desperate and have a wound that needs healing and And it's like, you know, and and this is like touted as a really excellent way that like reduces scarring and and heals very quickly and like cleans the wound very, very well. And I'm like, well, that all sounds real nice. Um, But I also don't want to like sacrifice little fly babies for Mm. my wound. So that's complicated. But it is also like a a historical way of cleaning wounds. I remember reading a book when I was a kid where someone got a wound and that was essentially what happened and it was able to cure the wound. Wow. But, you know, it just like... You know, I'm curious now, like anyone who's listening out there, would you try it? Think about this. Maggot therapy. Everyone's saying, you know, therapy's great for you. Uh, Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: How about... um, Maggot therapy. Let's make this a fair question. If it was free, would you use this versus modern methods?
1: There you go. Yeah. But also if modern methods were free, let's put them side by side.
0: Honestly, you couldn't pay me to use this method. (laughs) (laughs)
1: absolutely yeah it's a wild one but they really only eat like uh dead and deteriorating tissue like there's no with this particular type of fly that they use there's as far as I'm aware no risk of them like eating living tissue Mm. or anything so Mm. so it's like a good way to clean a wound (laughs) all right I'm got. fascinated by this. I don't know. I'm, it's not like I want it and I don't want it to happen, but I also don't want a wound. So yeah. there's a lot of things I don't want, yeah. but I'm just, I'm open to it. Right. <laughs> so, Well, do you have any other stories? <laughs> no, I think that's it. I think we ended on a very strong one. <laughs> it certainly um,
0: leaves something to be remembered.
1: It's very. It was very,
0: very therapeutic. It's very unforgettable,
1: although I would like to. <laughs> Uh, yes Uh, let's just uh, give that one a (laughs) wash but uh, if you enjoyed that truly disturbing (laughs) tidbit and the rest of the stuff that we said uh, you know feel free to like and subscribe rate us five stars wherever it is you're watching or listening and uh, we will be back in two weeks on a Tuesday and yeah thank you so much for watching Sisters Processing. Processing Processing Processing